Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Hey there. We had a few technical difficulties earlier, so we'll just put this show in the archive for you if you tried to tune in live. I'm so grateful that uh, we can transcend time and space by using technology. So here we are. We're meeting beyond space and time with our hearts open and our minds open. So let's take that breath together and oh, take a... A tune within here. Let's tune within to the power and the presence of perfect love activated in our heart, in our mind. We're grateful and thankful that we can surrender any sense of lack or limitation. So grateful and so thankful to partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self. We're grateful and thankful to remember that perfect love is all that there is and all that we are. We're opening ourselves to bring on our breakthrough. We're willing to have a breakthrough and we're willing to give the heavy lifting to the Holy Spirit. We're grateful and thankful to open ourselves to the fullest expanse of healing right now. We're calling upon the company of heaven. All manner of divine assistance, visible and invisible, we open ourselves to receive it. We allow it, we let it be, and we share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. In grace and gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen, 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 amen. Woohoo! Yes. So, (laughs) the summer of love and freedom, that's what it feels like to me. Oh my goodness. I don't know about you, but I am feeling... A quantum quickening. Every day I am feeling more awake and more in tune. And I am so, so grateful for that. And uh, now is a profound time that you can bring on tremendous breakthrough. However, and I would say this, it's you, you're... My experience is that everyone is experiencing tremendous healing right now. It may not look like it, because if you're in resistance and reluctance, you may be labeling your challenges as bad or wrong and trying to reject them, resist them. But uh, regardless, the healing is on. It's happening. And for those who wish to really lean into it, And to open ourselves and really, truly live A Course in Miracles, then it is just, it's like nothing I've ever seen or felt or experienced before. So my purpose today is to support you in experiencing more and more and more of the healing. Now, One of the things that I think is extremely common, at least based on my experience of talking to so many people over the years, that the vast majority of us, and this was me for a very long time, is I I would read the teachings and study the teachings without fully applying them. And you've probably heard me talk about this before, because when I decided to fully apply them, that's when everything in my life began to deeply and profoundly transform. And that was miraculous. And (laughs) I'm so grateful for all the healing that I've been able to experience and receive over the years and to share as well. So one of the things for me is that I realized, okay, this is a heart practice. Now, many of us uh, who are drawn to A Course in Miracles can be intellectual types, and certainly that has been me. Uh, I have been such uh, uh, so much up in my head 
and uh, not really living in my heart. But truly living A Course in Miracles is taking it down into your heart. And this is what we focus on in my Finding Freedom class, which is my seven-week spiritual boot camp class, which I'm relaunching right now. It's also what we focus on in my Masterful Living class and in my Living A Course in Miracles classes. It, because it's getting it into that heart practice where the transformation, the healing, and the revelation happens. Now, Ernest Holmes, the founder of Science of Mind, I'm a Science of Mind trained minister from the Agape community in Los Angeles, founded by Michael Beckwith. And in the teachings of Ernest Holmes, one of my very favorite quotes from him is, the only time that it takes to have a healing is the time that it takes to have a realization. So the whole purpose in studying A Course in Miracles is to have a healing. And so we have that healing by having a realization. So let's, let's focus on the means to have a realization. And the means is the application of these lessons. I'm going to take a sip of my spiritual espresso here. Yum. It's it's uh, coming on tea time here in England. I'm out in the countryside in Wiltshire near Stonehenge. I was over there today. I just love it there. I love to go and pray and meditate there. It was very crowded <laughs> this morning. Uh, a lot of summer tourists. It's a beautiful day. So uh, what the Holy Spirit guided me to here is uh, Lessons 17 and 18. In the workbook. So lesson 17 is I see no neutral things. Now remember all these early lessons are to help us in uh, lesson after lesson after lesson to recognize that everything that we're experiencing in this world is a projection of our mind and that we have given everything that we are experiencing in the 3D experience which includes our emotional experience, our mental experience, we've given all of it the meaning that it has. So as I was saying, many Course in Miracles students like me have been very intellectual in our life experience. And it it took me many years to realize, and nobody told me this, I just had the realization of it one day, that the intellect is a tool of the ego. Because we don't really need an intellect in spirit. So when we're truly aligned 100% with divine will, with the I am that I am, then what need have we of an intellect? We're in tune with the infinite mind of God, which is our mind. Right? So we're, we're really making a distinction here between the ego and the spirit, the personality and the I am presence. So the personality works with the intellect, which is uh, a tool of the ego. So if you are analyzing things, then you're really in that ego mindset. The heart does not need to analyze anything ever at any time. The heart is in the free flow of giving and receiving love without keeping score, without withholding. That's what happens when we're in alignment with love. So as it says in Lesson 17, I see no neutral things. It's helping us to realize we have no neutral thoughts which is the lesson preceding that. So we have no neutral thoughts. We see no neutral things. So everything that we see is a projection of our mind. And everything that we see and experience, and even our emotions, are the byproduct of our belief system, the meaning that we have assigned to things. So, A Course in Miracles tells us that everything we experience in this world is symbolic. And so, words are but 
symbols of symbols. So if everything in your experience and everything in your world is symbolic, why would the symbols upset you? Unless you didn't know what they were for. And you're seeing instead of a neutral world, you're seeing your history splattered on the screen of your life. It says here very clearly, you see no neutral things because you have no neutral thoughts. It is always the thought that comes first, despite the temptation to believe that it's the other way around. And this is one of the things that really is challenging for many spiritual students. And it was challenging for me to recognize that we don't have thoughts and feelings based on our experience. Nope. We have experience that is based on our beliefs and our thoughts that are in accordance with that belief. So, it is always the thought that comes first, despite the temptation to believe that it's the other way around. This is not the way the world thinks, but you must learn that it is the way you think. If it were not so, perception would have no cause. Okay, perception has cause. What we perceive is what we project. What we perceive is our belief system. What we perceive is the meaning that we have made in our history. So literally, we're experiencing projected into the world our belief system, and then we decide what to think about our experience thinking that oh this is a new experience but it's not it is our history made manifest again and again now why would our history be made manifest again and again for one holy purpose and that is to give us the opportunity to choose again because in our history we didn't choose love we didn't choose compassion we didn't choose gratitude we weren't willing to open our hearts and minds and grow through our experience in the past so now it's in a sense regurgitated or recycled it's come back again we have a chance once again to recognize to recognize to see again our beliefs and to change our perception by recognizing and this is a deep deep spiritual practice but it does bring on Profound healing and breakthrough. So it's a practice of in every moment of your day practicing. I don't know what anything is for except it's for my learning and to pay very close attention where you are making the same meaning that you have made of things in the past. Anything that you're experiencing in your life that you don't enjoy is an opportunity for you to choose love this time, to choose non-judgment this time, to choose compassion, which is loving understanding this time, to choose gratitude. Gratitude actually opens you to allow you to harvest the learning from your experiences. So in my classes, one of the things we pray about my class is like Finding Freedom and Masterful Living. One of the things we pray about is to accept the lessons that we've rejected. And we give thanks for and we bless all of those who have come to teach us. Whether that teacher is known or unknown to us consciously. Whether we recognized our teacher and the lesson or the teacher and the lesson went unrecognized. 
Whether the lesson was felt or not felt, whether the teacher was heard or not heard, we're giving thanks for every lesson in all directions of time and space, and we're opening ourselves to receive all the learning encoded into every experience we ever had. Because I just did a class uh, the other day on prayer power. And uh, I have a prayer power class in on the store page in my library. I'm a big, big proponent proponent of prayer. If you've never read the Song of Prayer, the booklet that is uh, one of the I call them addendums to A Course in Miracles, I really encourage you to read a Song of Prayer. You can easily purchase it. It's not expensive, and I'm sure you can read it online. I know you can, and. To begin a prayer practice. Uh, prayer is so powerful and so healing. Prayer is what joins our mind with the mind of God in a very conscious way. So in chapter one, in the beginning of, uh, the text of A Course in Miracles, in the principles of miracles, number 11 is, Prayer is the medium of miracles. It is a means of communication of the created with the creator. Through prayer, love is received. And through miracles, love is expressed. So this is number 11. So if you don't have a practice of prayer that is powerful and life-changing, I invite you to get one because a daily practice or an hourly practice, a moment-by-moment practice of prayer, it costs you how much? Nothing. Nothing. There is no cost involved in praying. But we must learn to pray correctly. So this is why I teach prayer in all my classes. So it, it says here, going back to Lesson one seven. One seven lesson seventeen. So we're talking about I see no neutral things, right? I have no neutral thoughts, therefore I see no neutral things. So our perception is literally our belief system. Unless we're willing to disconnect from the belief system, unless we're willing to see the truth. And this is how we bring on the breakthrough. We don't believe our eyes, right? We don't believe our eyes. If you're upset, if you're feeling emotional upset, then it's because your thoughts are not neutral. And your thoughts are not the thoughts of God. And you can align with them. And prayer is the fastest way I know to do that. So it says here, it gives us this tool to say with our eyes open, I see no neutral things because I have no neutral thoughts. So I invite you to work with that just moment by moment, day after day. It will bring on a tremendous breakthrough, especially if you're willing to begin to see with the eyes of love, right? So if you think of lesson 68, love holds no grievances. To move into that place of not holding any grievances. And it tells us here in this lesson to start to look about and say, I don't see a neutral, let's say, television show because my thoughts about television shows are not neutral. I don't see a neutral cup of coffee because my thoughts about coffee are not neutral. I don't see a neutral day at work because my thoughts about my day at work are not neutral. It's important to recognize until we do this work of paying real attention to our thoughts, not just reading these lessons, but really, really working them, then we're just, we're just delaying our healing. And there's so much activation that we can have right now. Oh, I'm so grateful to get to share this with you. We've got a lot more in store for you in this show. And 
If you've never been to my website, jenniferhadley.com, I encourage you to go and check it out right on the homepage there. I've got my free workshop, How to Get Over It, my free forgiveness workshop. And there's also, you can click through, there's information about the retreat on the island of Andros, the Greek island in September for a week-long retreat with Gary Renard. Myself and other A Course in Miracles teachers were gathering on the Greek island of Andros to have a spiritual hootenanny for a whole week. We're going to have deep teachings, lots of fun, fun in the sun, great food, swimming in the Aegean Sea. You're going to love it. Check it out at jenniferhadley.com. Right now, you're listening to A Course in Miracles, where we're walking the talk and we're living the love on Unity Online Radio. And I'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. I'm back, Jennifer Hadley, so happy to be here with you. And as I went to the break, I was telling you about the retreat in Greece the first week of September. That's Labor Day week for the Americans. And uh, we've got a week-long retreat, Fun in the Sun on the Greek island of Andros, with Gary Renard, Maria Felipe, Patricia Black, myself, four a Course in Miracles teachers, and we are going to go so deep in our teachings. You know, Gary and I, we love to throw it down. <laughs> and you're going to love Maria and Patricia if you don't already know them. And we have planned a lot of fun mixed in with the deep, deep teachings. Uh, Gary and I, we like to have fun. So we're, we're going to have Greek dancing, so much Greek food and music and, uh, just a, a beautiful swimming in the Aegean Sea. It's so heavenly. I cannot even begin to describe it. I was there for uh, almost a month on this island and spent a lot of time at this hotel uh, last September. And that's when I got really clear, oh, this is where the Living A Course in Miracles retreat. <clears throat> the next one's going to be. And so it's a whole week uh, with us there in Greece. And... Uh, if all goes well, next week, Gary Renard is going to be the guest on the radio show, so you can tune in for that. Uh, we always have a lot of fun, uh, when we get to get together. And, uh, we haven't been together in person all year because I left Los Angeles so early in the year, which is where Gary lives, where I used to live. Anyway, coming back to our topic here, bring on your breakthrough. So, we're talking about how all we do is see the past. I really feel like it's a constant regurgitation of the unhealed things from the past. And for me, myself, part of my healing was I, I really threw down the gauntlet and I said to myself, I'm done repeating these painful experiences where I keep making the same meaning of all my events and conversations and arguments and disappointments. I'm so tired of experiencing and re-experiencing the same disappointments and the same resentments and taking offense at the same kinds of things and investing so much of my mental energy in complaints and thoughts of lack and limitation and attack thoughts. So I got very rigorous with myself, and that's how I brought on an amazing breakthrough. And one of the motivations for me in bringing on my breakthrough was that Lesson 18, I am not alone in experiencing the effects of my seeing. So it says here that this lesson is another step in learning that the thoughts which give rise to what you see are never neutral or unimportant. Oh, a butterfly just flew in the window. Oh, (laughs) 
okay, got lots of windows open here, butterfly. You can go right back out if you want. Oh, I did. So, <laughs> uh, so all we're seeing is our painful past, basically, because everything that we're experiencing in our human life experience here, for the most part, is what we have chosen to heal in terms of the meaning that we have made of things in the past. So we're consciously, well, the I am presence of us, which is our true nature, the Holy Spirit, is is intentionally presenting to us the same challenges again and again so that we can choose again. And this is why it becomes so painful is because here we are presented with the same thing. It's like, think of yourself, it's almost like being a rat in a cage, right? Going through a maze and you keep making the same error again and again and again, not learning from your previous experiences. So one of the things for me was to partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self and say, help me to learn from all of my experiences. This is one of the main points of A Course in Miracles, to be the happy learner. So I don't know what anything is for, but I'm willing to learn. Thank you for my learning. So I'm not alone in experiencing the effects of my thinking is helping us to realize that all minds are joined. Right? And this is one of the main focuses of A Course in Miracles, that we start to realize that there is one mind, it's God's mind, and we think with God's mind. It says here, Today's idea does not refer to what you see as much as to how you see it. Therefore, the exercises for today emphasize this aspect of your perception, the how you see it, the meaning that you make of it. The three or four practice periods today which are recommended should be done as follows. Look about you selecting subjects for the application of the idea for today as randomly as possible, keeping your eyes on each one long enough to say, I am not alone in experiencing the effects of how I see this, my life, my day. And so in this practice... We are going to open to, this is how the Holy Spirit, the higher self, is going to help us to see correctly and to see correctly that our thoughts are what we are experiencing. You know, in uh, the Manual for Teachers, Chapter 10, which is entitled, How is Judgment Relinquished? It says here, in order to judge anything rightly, one would have to be fully aware of an inconceivably wide range of things, past, present, and to come. One would have to recognize in advance all the effects of his judgments on everyone and everything involved in them in any way. And one would have to be certain there is no distortion in his perception so that his judgment would be wholly fair to everyone on whom it rests now and in the future. Who is in a position to do this? Who, except in grandiose fantasies, would claim this for himself? And yet, isn't that what we do when we're aligned with the ego? So this is why we see no neutral thoughts. We see no, we have no neutral thoughts. We see no neutral things. The fastest way to bring on the breakthrough is to recognize this and to relinquish the habit of making the meaning of things, especially when we make the meaning of things and it's painful to us. We can change our minds. Let us change our minds. You know, the holy relationship versus the special relationship is one of the best ways for us to do this. It really is. Because, and and I've gone over this so many times, so if you've got relationship issues, I encourage you to go back to February 2014, the shows in February. Go back to February 2012. 
all most of those shows in February 2012 and 2014 all about relationship in depth on relationship and uh, many people have told me they were extremely helpful also at livingacoursemiracles.com we just did an entire series of 17 classes on holy relationships so if you're interested in transforming your relationships from ego-based to spirit-based, there's a lot of support for you there. Remember, you can get all those 16 classes. The free classes are over, but you can get all 16 for $87. That's the gold package of at livingofcourseofmiracles.com. So many people, in terms of seeing no neutral things and having no neutral thoughts, one of the biggest places that they can literally bring on a breakthrough that will translate to their entire life is through their relationships. So let's say that right now you're not in a relationship or a romantic relationship. But Or let's say that you are in a romantic relationship, but you're not happy with it. Either way, you're not happy with your relationship status. So you think, perhaps, that it should be different, right? You have a judgment that it should be different. You have an opinion that it should be different. Or maybe you just want it to be different. You just wish it were different. And right now, or maybe you could even apply this to having a job that you don't like, or maybe you're unemployed and you'd like to have a job. So any situation really in your life where it doesn't feel right, it doesn't feel fulfilling, feels wrong in some way, you are looking at it incorrectly. Your thoughts are not neutral. So that place is the very perfect place to practice this with great dedication and devotion because it will transform your life. Remember, if you have judgments and opinions, you are creating distortions in your perception which are going to translate into your suffering. Remember, in order to judge anything rightly, you'd have to be fully aware of an inconceivably wide range of things, past, present, and to come. You'd have to recognize in advance all the effects of your judgments on everyone and everything involved in them in any way. And you'd have to be certain that there was no distortion in your perception so that your judgment would be wholly fair to everyone on whom it rests now and in the future. Who's in a position to do this? Nobody I know. Maybe one person (laughs) that I personally know. So, I have come to see that the I am presence, the higher Holy Spirit self, has, as it says in A Course of Miracles, arranged everything perfectly, right? Paragraph 18, Lesson 135, what could you not accept if you but knew that everything was gently planned, all circumstances, situations, and occurrences was gently planned by one whose only interest is your good? Remember how it says in the Manual for Teachers, Chapter 4, Section A, Development of Trust. It takes great learning to understand that all things, events, encounters, and circumstances are helpful, right? Be willing. Write that down. You know, that's paragraph 4. It takes great learning to understand that all things, events, encounters, and circumstances are helpful, This is what makes them valuable. So rather than judging things as being bad or wrong, even when it seems like things are being taken away from you, even when it seems like there's a loss, even when it seems like there's a death, be willing. It takes great learning to understand that all things, events, encounters, 
and circumstances are helpful. Divine will is operating in your life. If you reject it, if you think it shouldn't be happening the way that it's happening, and you don't have the ability to see through all directions of time and space, how can you possibly know that it shouldn't be happening this way, that it should be different? You have no way of knowing. Your thoughts are not neutral. And so, therefore, you are distorting your perception and you are forcing yourself to repeat the same errors in your thinking again and again and again. And the more you repeat them and you reject the learning, you reject the insight, you reject the opportunity for healing, the more painful it becomes, right? What could be more painful than a spiritual student who's reading books and studying books but rejecting all the spiritual opportunities to learn and grow through your life experience. So how do you learn and grow through your life experience? Focus on four practices that will bring on your breakthrough. Gratitude, compassion, love, non-judgment. Gratitude, compassion, love, non-judgment. And then spiritual practices of prayer, contemplation. Remember, prayer is the medium of miracles. Would you like to experience some miraculous healing? Hello, why don't you get yourself a prayer practice? It's not complicated and it costs you nothing. So if you're looking at your life and you're thinking it should be different, And you would like to choose how you would like your life to be. You'd like to choose maybe a different spouse or a different job. You would like for it to be different. Well, if you would like for it to be different, try and make it so. Just try and make it so. If you, if you're not happy with what you have, it's because you're not perceiving it correctly. Believe it or not. Now, you could think, well, how could someone be happy with a loved one dying? Well, you know, it's not that we're happy that our loved one is dying, but we can still experience joy and expansion and freedom and clarity and creativity and harmony in the midst of that experience. I know for a fact that you can. How do I know it for a fact? Because I've experienced it. So the mere fact that you're not able to manifest the life that you think you want is a demonstration that perhaps the life that you think you want is not going to be the one in which you have the healing and the awakening that is possible for you. So here's what I'm proposing for your healing. That you take stock, look within, and recognize that there is a holy purpose for your life. There absolutely is a divine will that is at work in your life. Your higher Holy Spirit self is truly offering you an opportunity through your experiences. And it's happening right now. Right now. Right now is your divine opportunity. If you're labeling your experiences as bad or wrong, if you're experiencing great pain and suffering... Perhaps you're not gratefully, lovingly accepting the learning that is encoded into your experiences. Remember, one whose only interest is your good has gently planned these experiences for you. If you reject them, you're rejecting the healing, you're rejecting the learning. 
For myself, what I learned to do was to embrace it and to let it into my life and into my heart and my mind fully and completely. Was this easy to do? No, it was not easy to do. And this is why we joined together. This is why we studied together. This is why I personally choose to share. Because I have learned that there is a divine purpose for everything in my life. And that's what I'm interested in. I am not interested in my thoughts about my life. I am interested in the truth. Because my thoughts very often can still be aligned with ego. I'm only interested in the thoughts I think with God. Won't you join me in this practice? It's deep. It's not easy. It's not for the timid. That's for sure. But it will bring on your breakthrough. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and you're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we're living the love and we're walking the talk. And I'll be right back. Daily Word. Inspiration and practical teachings to help people of all faiths live healthy, prosperous, and meaningful lives. My mind and body are in an ongoing conversation. My body responds to my thoughts, and my mind continually receives messages from my body, especially when something is out of order. However, I am more than mind and body. I am created in the image and likeness of God. I am first and foremost spirit. As I bring my spiritual awareness into the conversation between mind and body, I keep myself in balance. I know my body and its needs. I nurture it with food and water, rest and exercise. I also send an affirmation of life and renewal to every cell of my being. With spirit-centered thoughts, words, and actions, I claim my true identity as a whole and healthy expression of God, mind, body, and spirit. Daily Word magazine is now available in a digital format. To learn how you can subscribe to this online interactive magazine, go to www.dailyword.com. saying to yourself, I'm going to focus on me starting Monday, or right after the holidays, or on my next birthday. Well, we are here to say, don't wait another moment. Your health is the most important gift you have for yourself and those you love. Start now to become a more vibrant, healthy human being. Take that critical first step and join us every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Central on Awaken to Your Best Health. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and we're back, and we are talking about bringing on a spiritual breakthrough. <laughs> so one of the things I've learned is that it's all good. doesn't mean it's all fun. It's not all easy. But it's all good. Because God is all there is. And so therefore, good is all that there is. 
And if we look at the events, the situations, the circumstances, the relationships of our life, and we say, this is not good. This is not helpful to me. This is not for my benefit. Then literally, we've moved into that judgment place, and we're in complete and total arrogance, right? So that's what I was saying about uh, earlier in chapter 10, that until we can see through all directions of time and space, how can we know what's helpful and not, not helpful, right? So we, of course, in Miracles teaches us everything is helpful. It takes great learning to understand that all things, events, encounters, and circumstances are helpful. Yes. And so we must learn that this is so. How can you be intent on learning that everything is helpful if you're looking at anything in your life and saying, this is not helpful? This is not good. This is not what I want. Remember in, in A Course in Miracles, in the early lessons, Jesus tells us, you don't even know what will make you happy. You don't know what you want. You don't know what will make you happy. So move out of that mindset and start to check out your experiences. Check out the circumstances, situations, and relationships of your life and start to say, okay, I'm moving into total humility here. God, Mother, Father, God, Holy Spirit, I am that I am. Let me understand how this situation, which seems to upset me so much, is really for my good. Let me receive my good now. Let me stop rejecting it. I have rejected so much learning and so much good and so much benefit that has been very intricately arranged for my healing. Let me no longer do that. Let me accept and allow my healing and the good, right? Because you can't make any progress from where you are without first receiving all the gifts where you are. So if you keep thinking, I got to get out of here, I got to get out of here, I need it to be different, I need it to be different, are you available for receiving all the gifts, the learning and the healing that's encoded into the situations, the circumstances, the relationships that you are available to right now? Are you really available to your healing? No, of course not. If you're thinking you want it to be different, you want it to be different, where's your mind? It's in the future. It's in the future. And you're looking towards the future based on your history. So that means you're just going to keep re-experiencing the same thing over and over and over and over again. That's why I talk about the hamster wheel all the time, because I lived on the hamster wheel. Now imagine that you're on the hamster wheel running towards the future all the time, feeling like the past is chasing you, right? Because that's how I felt. Like I was running towards the future with the past chasing me. So is there any way to experience joy and happiness, abundance and prosperity, healing and harmony, freedom, wisdom, creativity, and all of the spiritual qualities of God when you're running on a hamster wheel towards the future away from the past? No, because in the moment now, you're your attention is elsewhere. Your thoughts are not neutral. So you can't really make progress from where you are without first receiving all the gifts where you are. So it, it, to reject the gifts that are encoded into your experience now is nothing but pure arrogance. This is why it takes tremendous humility to have a spiritual awakening. Tremendous willingness to have a spiritual awakening. Oh my goodness. I tell you, to reject what is right in front of you is to say, you know what? 
I think I would like to suffer some more. Because everything really is perfectly aligned for you right now. So many people are in relationships and they want to reject that person that they're in the relationship with right now. They're hoping for a better relationship. But the means to a better relationship is in the relationship that you have now. Whether It doesn't matter what kind of a relationship it is. You know, so if you're thinking about leaving the relationship you have because you'd like to be in a relationship with someone more spiritual, someone who has the same aspirations as you, and you have this craving for uh, someone that you can be in a really deeply spiritual relationship for, with, then what you're doing is you're literally thinking that you know better than the higher Holy Spirit self, and you are going to do it better, which means you're definitely affirming that you're separate from God and that God is not at work in your life. But if you're not experiencing God at work in your life, it's because in your mind you've drawn a veil. And so many times I really see that the the longing that people have to have a mate, a partner, a lover, a friend who is in the same mindset of them is <laughs> they're really rejecting the perfect mate that they have right there because the perfect mate they have right there is designed to help them awaken to the spiritual possibility of their life right now. Oh my goodness. Uh, So you're rejecting the opportunity that you have right now for your healing and to bring on your breakthrough. Encoded in the relationship that you have is the opportunity to be more loving, to be more kind, to be more generous, to be the perfect giver and receiver of love. It's there for you right now. The patience, the kindness, the compassion, the gratitude that you need to transform that relationship is available to you if you choose it. Bring on your breakthrough. This applies to all relationships, all circumstances, and all situations. So, let's take a prayer here. And just before I go into prayer, let me just remind you, I'm hoping next week that Gary Renard and I can line up and do a show together. We're getting ready for our Greek retreat the first week in September, still a couple months away. All the details at jenniferhadley.com or acimretreat.com, acimretreat.com. So let's place our hand on our heart and take that breath of love and gratitude and give great thanks that we are saying yes to love, yes to transformation, yes to our healing, yes to the expansion, yes to bringing on our breakthrough. We share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. We thank God for things just as they are and we accept the learning that's encoded into them. Thank you, God. And so it is. Amen, amen, amen. And thank you. Have a great 4th of July. I love you. And I'll be back with you again next week. Hopefully with Gary Renard. <laughs> <laughs>